Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the When you unveil the cloak of darkness that shrouds much of Chester Watson's music and his public persona, you are presented with a kind, personable, inviting, and highly creative artistic soul from Florida. In today's conversation, Chester's thoughtful observations add color to his typically murky, gray-sounding music as he illustrates how his art helps him tap into his spirituality He breaks down why he's attracted to all things unknown. He discusses his distinct rapping style and finally dives into the thinking behind his excellent new album, Fish Don't Climb Trees. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth artist interviews, album reviews, and general rap commentary on the best that the underground rap scene has to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Chester Watson, how are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good, man. Can't complain at all. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I have to say that uh, that name of yours is is uh, pretty memorable. And I was reading somewhere when we were when I was prepping for this for this interview, and I saw that you had said that it was inspired by like the old Victorian era, which made me laugh because literally someone in my patron group made that connection when they're like Chester Watson. It sounds like some like old English name. It's funny. yeah facts thank you uh it definitely was inspired by that i was super big into like british literature when i was in high school so um that definitely sparked the name yeah you have some pretty interesting kind of uh yeah i guess literary influences and just kind of cultural influences that far exceed just the borders of uh, the united states i know like japanese culture seems to be a pretty heavy influence in some of your bars and obviously like the some of the titles of your albums like the 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 record from 2020 what attracts you about japanese culture because it seems to come come through a lot in some of the imagery and topics you talk about uh definitely just since i was younger you know i've been kind of not immersed but like have had japanese influences you know in in here in in the states and just in general uh, through video games through anime through a lot of those things subtly for my older brothers they help you know kind of plant that seed of japanese uh culture and heritage and things like that um just from their appreciation of you know japan and oriental and in general so that's kind of where it came from i think we all built our own love in different ways for it. I think um, uh, just growing up, I always, I, I, well, I guess not growing growing up, but more so in school, um, mm. just learning about their culture was always so interesting because it felt so, it felt so refreshing in a lot of ways. How so? 
Uh, just because of the, their pace. Uh, I know a lot of things. Well, obviously what they teach you in school is, is very like, it's a very watered down version of reality, but um, it just, it just felt like their pace and, you know, how they presented themselves as a people um, throughout history was always very kind of like Royal self-aware, hmm. I think. And so I think that's something that I really liked about Japanese culture and just, you know, their, philo- their, their philosophy in general and what they push. So yeah, uh, that, that aspect of it definitely always stuck with me. And then obviously the sounds, very distinct music. And so, yeah, all, just a combination of everything, samurais, mm-hmm. um, all that stuff definitely bled into how I uh, came to appreciate stuff from, from Japanese culture. Yeah, I can definitely hear a lot of that uh, emphasis on the pace and the self-awareness. It kind of shines through a lot in, in the music you've made your entire career. Yeah. to the throne, I'm on a mission. Assistantly, they throw sticks, they throw stones. It never hits. We let the music shake us down to our bones and let the spirits crowd around. Hope they guide us all home safely. I look up to the sky, pray to God. My tone shaky, a vagabond stuck inside my mind. I roam wavily on and into something, so they call me alone. Begging and flowing with the clouds in the realm of my own. Making the spirits crowd around. Hope they guide us all home you know, you've had an interesting journey coming on the scene with a pretty significant bang in the early to mid 2010s, you know, gaining some pretty significant internet notoriety with your early work when you were literally just a teenager. And when I when I listen back to records like Past Cloaks, so that's like 2016, and I, I just was pretty taken aback by, even though at that age, I mean, even though at that point you were what you were how old were you in when that record was i know some it's kind of a comp but like i think you were like ages 15 to 17 that would be yeah. the material right yeah i was yeah. that was all the early stuff soundcloud stuff yeah um so yeah young young kid 15 to 17 for sure because if we dropped it in 2016 mm-hmm. i was um was that been 19 like, seven years ago yeah i was 19 yeah and so like it, it it seemed even at that point, listening to the material off that record, it seemed as if you were already pretty close to figuring out, at least from my vantage point, pretty close to figuring out the kind of rap that you wanted to make from the jump. And it, and it just really was pretty impressive just how kind of realized your style already sounded to be. But unlike most artists, obviously, like at that age, most people are just kind of, you know, making music in the shadows, uh, metaphorically speaking here, where they're not necessarily under any kind of spotlight. Their music isn't really gaining traction at that at such young ages. So they can kind of create, refine their process, you know, without any kind of external exposure. So I wonder for you, how did it feel creating music at such a young age such a young age and receiving such early notoriety and how did that like influence your artistic growth being the fact that it was like in front of an actual audience i definitely i mean you bring up a good point uh it did happen pretty early on so i kind of had to adapt uh i I think my my like self-awareness became heightened um quality control you know just being like just kind of having that that quality control with yourself is like you can't put out everything that you make 
um, some stuff's better than others and just kind of learning that process was always like something that I, I don't know, I kept in mind, I guess. Um, but yeah, and I don't think I ever really like thought uh, like hella about it until like probably when I got older, it was like, damn, because you're just kind of like in the moment making stuff. And so mm-hmm. just making and creating, but it was strange at times when it, I was so young and people, you know, kind of looked up to me or revered me in, in different ways. And so that, I don't know, I, I got, I definitely became more reclusive because of it. And just uh, in general, just was very uh, cautious. And I think that caution may have became paranoia at certain points right so definitely uh it was it was different but it wasn't anything that was like not navigable type thing so uh but yeah it was it was fun as well i got to experience a lot of crazy shit very young like Mm -hmm. touring and so a lot of the shit that i was writing about like you know, it, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like stuff that other people my age were even doing. It's stuff that people older than me were doing and stuff like that. So I feel like that's why older people related to it. People that were older to me related to it. And also people that were younger than me related to it in my age as well. You know, just the, it, it, I just feel like my music back then felt super adventurous. Um, mm-hmm. So, but that that's uh, I don't know. It is it was definitely just an experience. I wouldn't say it, it was good or bad, but um, it was just fun. Had a lot of fun making music and creating and meeting people, growing up, and you know, traveling and all this stuff. It was always exciting. So yeah, I, I don't take it for granted, and you know, it was a blessing. So I definitely appreciate it. I mean, like, I just would, I just find it whenever I think about artists and envision how it must have felt doing something that you love and receiving such early attention and and acclaim, I definitely kind of understand what you're saying, where it would be kind of a good thing in the sense that obviously that must be super freaking fun as hell. You must feel like top shit at times. But then also, I would feel like, especially my knowing myself, like personally, I'd feel like I'd be really self-conscious too. Like, and, and I would get, I would be, I know I'd be an artist. Maybe eventually I would grow out of it, but I'd be the artist that's like way too in the comment section, way too in the, the, the replies and being like, wait, did John 35 say my album sucked? Now that ruined my day. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that I'm, I'm really impressed by artists that can handle that kind of pressure at such a young age, because it's just, you're just so underdeveloped as a person still like there's so much like maturity you're yet to kind of have at that time yeah no it's definitely different and and you learn to you know you 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 get thicker skin and stuff like that like you just kind of know that comes with the territory Mm -hmm. at the end of the day um because you you want to be a big artist and you know that that's what comes that's that's just what comes with it so it's just like at the end of the day, whoever said that heard the song. So it's just like, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like, eh, 
at that point, it's just like you just shrug it off. Um, but it, it, it can, you can get in your head for sure. And you can stay there if you let yourself, like most things, you know? Yeah, yeah like most um, things, yeah. But, you know, it, it is life. It's, 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 it breathes and it grows and, you know, it develops as, you know, I do. And as most musicians and artists do there, it's going to change and subtly or it might change drastically or, you know, you never, it, it's kind of like, it's just life. Um, so it, it, I think it's very reflective of other aspects of it, um, despite whether I was growing up in the art world or growing up in the business sector and I mm -hmm. became a big business mogul or whatever, you know, I think um, it's all, it's all kind of in the same vein. Yeah. And, and so like when I think about how you rap and your sound specifically your style, to me, your bars are just really, really sharp. And like the way you rap is very methodical, precise. And I feel like it really hits with real clarity and it complements this kind of like cloud of haze that I feel like your beats often kind of sound like or sometimes even psychedelic particularly on this new album how would you describe the kind of or style of rap that you set out to make uh yeah th thanks for saying that and um but yeah just to describe you know what you know the style I guess is like definitely introspective introspective i was talking with someone they said lifestyle so like and then just like because it's always some fly shit talking about clothes mm -hmm. love fashion and stuff so it's not just like it's just it's definitely life like it's everything it's like a collage of thoughts in every song because i feel like just coming from art as well with the collages that's just kind of how i've learned to organize my thoughts in a way it's just kind of like okay this thought goes here this thought here this thought here to where it makes this picture that's kind of amorphous but it makes sense and it's you know uh in that way it's it's for me it works uh especially just because i i'm i come from making art so heavily yeah i would just say it's kind of like a collage uh how, how it comes together just different types of well energies and you know thoughts just kind of all compressed into one yeah i feel like your music it's really good at setting a stage and like cultivating a mood like it's it's not uh it's not like a halfway I don't find when I'm listening to your music like you're halfway doing anything if that makes sense like sometimes I can listen to a song where it's like maybe let's say the lyrics are you know depressing and talking about some really dark shit but like maybe the beat or the tone even the intonation of the rapper it's not really also feeling that depressed and sad and dark and so like the song doesn't really actually make me feel that way it's kind of just like you know just halfway it's kind of just not going all the way whereas with your music i just feel like you're really you really you're really just like a, how would you say thorough and i feel Thanks. what you're saying and i feel the kind of vibe because it's kind of like very consistent throughout all aspects of the song beat rhyme your tone your flow all that stuff thank you yeah definitely want to make it a a full 
cohesive, even if it's even if subject matter is like kind of sporadic. Yeah, I definitely want the song to feel like, OK, this is a complete thought. This is a complete. This is a complete piece. This is a complete art piece. Like I can fully immerse myself in this in some way and and get it. You know, I think that's something that is intentional for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be. Um, but that's trial and error as well. Like not every song I make, I release like definitely mm-hmm. not. So it's always like, okay, how am I, if I'm trying to like, if I'm trying to capture a feeling, like I may make a beat that has a feeling, but I won't write to that beat until the right moment that type of thing so like i may have a beat that's two years old that i'm not ready for until like now something like that that happens all the time Um, yeah because i feel like or i might have some words you know that i don't have the beat for you know what i'm saying something like that i just feel like it's all kind of piecing it together um and creating these moments that feel complete like you're saying and that takes time Right. And so uh, you have a pretty interesting moniker that you've been dubbed many times, which is the monotone samurai. I find <laughs> that I find that interesting, um, but I find it fitting, too, because like I said, like your raps are very methodical, very they feel very calculated, thoughtful. And then your voice is definitely like on the monotonous side. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way, but what it, what exactly like attracts you to this like dark hazy monotonous style because it's not just in your raps like in how you're rapping but even just the beats that you create or choose from other producers it's all kind of in that kind of world pretty often think yeah uh i would definitely say um i i guess just magic in general like just the esoterica and the occult and things like that are in my just outside of music just my my interests in those things definitely bleeds into you know into the music so like things like witches or video games about magic or animes about niggas with samurai swords Mm. and stuff like that so it's just like all that stuff kind of influences my personality one but how i approach and see life and how i approach and see everything that i do um strategically for sure you want to be strategic about things so you don't want to you know make the wrong move at the wrong time or or do something that you know you could you should you probably should have waited on or something like that and that's all trial and error too so it's really just about uh, being an observer really but being like a powerful observer i feel like that's what strategists are and that's what they've always been throughout history is powerful observers it's like okay they see a situation bigger picture type of thing and they can find it's their job to find the ways to figure these things out as the strategists or as the the second in command whatever you want to call it but more so just as the in in terms of war war strategists and things like that they are they're always looking at the bigger picture and mm-hmm. every outcome the bad ones and the good ones i feel like some people uh can be blinded by the good that can come from a situation and ignore the pitfalls and things like that so uh definitely i guess that's 
one of the reasons. But yeah, mainly just there's a whole bunch. There's really a whole bunch of reasons why I'm attracted to like the the hazy kind of dark vibe. Like the I feel like it just looks aesthetically for me. It just it doesn't look better. I just feel like I can relate to that vibe, like that just calm. Usually at night, there's not many people on the road if you're driving mm. and like, it's just more down tempo. Daytime, it can be very fast paced. And I like the daytime, which is why, you know, there's some songs that are happier and kind of more melancholy. Yeah, I think just my natural tone and my natural like, pace and you know just how i go about life and growing up i've always been like attracted to that stuff now that i think about it like even the batmans like the tim burton batman Mm. with penguin like that was one of my favorite movies the wiz which can be extremely dark i actually just picked up a vinyl in amsterdam they had it and i was like oh shit but I preach this movie so heavily to everybody. Like the the way that they, I mean, the Wizard of Oz in general is like it's not like a super dark. It's it's definitely very surreal and very like oh what the hell. So I, I think that's always I've always been attracted to things that I didn't necessarily understand because it was just interesting. It it, it hit my brain and it just made me think in a different a different way makes me makes me like i don't know just it's just i don't i think it's just a feeling more so for sure it's definitely a feeling it just makes me kind of sit back and slows things down yeah i, I mean i find that interesting you say that you see your it's kind of like you're describing your your role as a rapper and artist like being a strategist and this powerful observer because that's like a lot of a good way to characterize a lot of the ways you rap and like kind of the ways you construct your your lyrics because it is just like like i said like painting this picture really vividly very calmly very sometimes like and i would say often very soberly too mind you like it's it's uh soberly in the sense that it's very clear-headed observations it's like i don't get the impression that what you're rapping about is like impulsive or just like not thought out like i think it's very thought out is the point mm-hmm. And uh, and then sonically, I think it definitely just naturally fits with like your voice, like that down tempo sound. You know, what's funny, like, are you familiar with the label Ninja Tune? I'm not, but I feel like that name sounds familiar, but I'm not I'm not familiar with them. I feel like yeah, I heard that Ninja name, Tune is like a, a pretty I think I, I think they're still active, but they were big in the 2000s especially when like down tempo music because you mentioned that like like down tempo kind of trip hop i they're they're european for sure they had artists like cinematic orchestra roots maneuver oh okay they're still active they have people like the bug and young fathers now but i just feel like you're like an offspring of that type of music like when you said down tempo and i'm like that's exactly the kind of like you're still making hip-hop it's not down tempo truly but it's down tempo is super ingrained and related to hip-hop music generally and i i just see that that kind of connection like super strongly thanks yeah definitely um i'm not sure exactly okay atmospheric yeah definitely for sure atmospheric all right i'm looking at this ambient Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah for sure and electronica um like 
I would say like <laughs> I listen my brother listened to a lot of uh like video game soundtracks uh, yeah. like OSTs and stuff. So those are have always just having that in the background growing up um definitely influenced me for sure and those are usually pretty chill. Obviously they do have some tech types songs and a lot of those osts as well so mm -hmm. that's probably where a lot of the electronic type of synthesizer sounds stem from um but yeah for sure that i i can agree with that for sure i love atmospheric sounds mm -hmm. and and like when you talk about some of your influences here like you, you mentioned the pace and the self-awareness of Japanese culture being like a thing that really draws you to it. And then now you were mentioning like this idea of being this powerful observer. It, it definitely makes me think of the general themes of spirituality that show up very often in your music, because like, you know, when I, and it makes me think of like how you create, because personally I would, uh, I would love to say that when I do my creative work for the show, let's say that I can, very easily tap into the present moment, create very fluidly. But honestly, I find it really hard to do because mindfulness is just generally a really tough thing for me. I'm often just overly neurotic, let's just say. But but for you, I think of songs like Grey, which speak to this idea of like finding balance between the highs and lows of life. And so like when you create, does the process of making music actually help you be more in tune with your spirituality and like find that equilibrium yeah for sure i feel like i feel like i'm explaining it to myself in a lot of ways and thinking it out throughout the process of writing just in general like you just you're you're kind of dissecting either what happened in your life or what you want to happen or whatever you know subject matter you're tackling you're, you're dissecting it because you have to it, like within the ways that I write I'm trying to build this picture like you're saying I'm trying to make it as vivid and as tangible as possible through my words and then obviously the beat just kind of helps that yeah but yeah really just trying to you know paint these pictures and create the the vibe is as best as possible yo feeling blessed i might take a stab at the lottery might win big and invest in african pottery light-skinned chick to my left and i might wife i don't want a name drop it just know she in the astrology got horse in my blood my biology is god since start a mosh pit bumping quasi beats neptune and beyond they be bopping me vibes sound like watson so it gotta be toxic spitting toxins and it's not for free gotta make bread nigga gotta eat no this the nine to five shit not for me smoking on zips big blunts eat a lot of trees you know like i i imagine if you do kind of get into this more present kind of mind state when you're creating i imagine you're more sensitive to any kind of creative influence that comes your way when you're trying to like make your music so like how, how does how do you usually kind of harness inspiration or influence uh, creatively for your music? Like how does the inspiration typically come come about to you? I would say, I would I would just say it kind of comes about in, in waves, like as I'm writing, um, like I'll, I'll kind of write on and off about something or it just, it just kind of depends because um, I approach writing and, and beats very differently writing is definitely more calculated 
and strategic and beats are more kind of like freeform. Like they just flow. Like I don't really try to be too, too like, I don't try to be too calculated with the beats because it's just like, you don't want to get one. You don't want to get stuck in like a, uh, like a rhythm to where like, I'm making every beat the exact same way. Like a formula. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to get stuck into that or, or like, you know, any anything that's like too repetitive to where it's like, okay, this is this is my routine. This is my schedule for making a beat. I do kicks, the drums, the da-da-da-da-da. Like that's gonna get super old super quick. And I found that out the hard way. Like, and obviously there is times where you kind of gotta force yourself and you know start it up that way, but yeah, I approach it completely differently. I try to just, if I'm making a beat, I just, any sound that even remotely sounds good to me, I try to work with it and see what comes from that. Um, that's that's something that I've recently started doing more so, just because I feel like I know that you can make something good out of pretty much everything. It's just about how you tweak it. And that's not an ability that I always had as a producer. Sometimes I, well, back not back, not even back then, but just like I wasn't always as skilled at, at you know sound manipulation and stuff like that. So, right. but so so now it's just like I can be a bit more freeform. I know how to play more instruments. I have more instruments at my disposal, things like that. And then with writing, it's just kind of like okay, I have to get this point across very clearly and very concisely because I only have so much time to do it. Right. That's interesting. I yeah. I think the as your skill level is increased with producing, it's natural that, yeah, you, it allows you to be a bit more experimental and just a bit more fluid in how you create. And you're speaking of like the instruments that you, you've been like accumulating. Uh, I understand that your father is also an accomplished keyboard player and he's worked with like funk bands and produced for three, six mafia even. Um, and he worked with you on this latest album. So like how I imagine that he must've played a pretty significant influence in your general musical development and all that. So like how, what kind of role did he play in, in shaping you as an artist? Um, I wouldn't say very much. Like I didn't really start being around my pops too much until, until recently, like within the okay. last like half decade. Yeah. But for the majority of my life, I would like, I knew my dad, but like, I didn't live with him. I lived with my mom. And he lived in a different state. So okay. I didn't see him very often. And I didn't really see that side of my family very often growing up. Now I see them a lot more. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say that there was really any influence, um, which is why I didn't necessarily let that information out too early in my career. Because mm -hmm. I didn't want people to think that there was because it would have been misleading. Um, but now that me and him are closer, you know, I could kind of tell people like, yeah, we've done this and we've done that because, you know, we have. But back then I didn't I didn't see him enough to actually like like speak on that. I understand that for sure. Yeah. It would have been inauthentic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been real. So but now, you know, we definitely you know, we link up and he's he records a bunch of stuff for me like he recorded a whole bunch of a japanese horror film he recorded a bunch he recorded all of 1997 the ep mm -hmm. i want to say he recorded he may have re i recorded some songs at his crib in memphis but i don't know if i recorded them at his studio 
I don't remember, but either way, I was around him making fish and I was living with him for parts of this, you know, like first parts of the song. So this is the first time where I was like actually around my pops for an extended time, probably like two years ago. Definitely very, you know, obviously interesting, very eye opening to see how similar we were and then how different we were. And, you know, a lot of the shit that I did that I didn't know where the shit came from. I saw that it came from him, things like that. So it was just a dope eye opening experience in that sense. And so I think it, it gave me a different appreciation. And obviously our relationship changed from, you know, what I just described where I didn't really know him to where like, you know, we know each other a lot more and we've, we've, we've worked on music together. Yeah. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. Shout out to my pops, bro. Shout out to my pops. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's, he's always been a traveling musician though. So that's kind of like, why i didn't see him very much but he's always been doing his thing and i feel like that knowing that subconsciously inspired me if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's like okay word i mean imagine it just made it feel like making music felt more of a real thing because your dad was actually doing it i have to imagine that it influenced you at least on that level as you're saying yeah 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 like just seeing just knowing that okay somebody so close to me is like going to fucking Japan and going to South Africa and doing all this shit off the strength of music. It was like, okay, if, like you said, it felt real. It felt like, okay, this is not something that's just like an idea. This is something that's actually very accomplishable, but you have to have a ridiculous work ethic. Like you have to have a very crazy work ethic. And I, and I guess I did know that from early on because I was making music and shit very young. So yeah, it did subtly. Um, you know, silence is powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let's, let's get into Fish now. Love this album, first of all. Great, great record. You play with this theme of Fish on your, on Fish Don't Climb Trees, the album, and are a fellow Pisces, uh, because I'm a Pisces as well. Shout out. Hey. Um, and, <laughs> and I can certainly feel that Pisces energy on this album, considering the emotional scope of the record and the vulnerability that you show. And from what I understand, you went through a a bit of a darker period in the years prior leading up to this album being created. And uh, from what I understand, you wanted to be just generally more in tune with your emotions on this album. So could you elaborate on what your mindset was creating this record and how that inspired you and inspired the emotions and feelings you expressed on this album? I feel like because I was going through so much real shit, I was like, fuck, I need to talk about this. I can only imagine what other people are going through. And, you know, COVID hit and life hit everybody like a fucking train. So I feel like that was, it was just eye-opening to reality. One, how short life is. We lost a lot of people. Um, how precious the people that we have here are. You know, how how much, it, it just kind of put a lot of things into perspective for me. And I feel like that made me hyper-focus on being real, but like, just like you said, vulnerable, just being like open in my writing. Like, okay, I know I can't be the only person going through this shit. And I know the, the toll that this shit did on me. So I can only imagine, you know, somebody else hearing some about something that, you know, somebody they respect going through or, you know, just just to be just I didn't want to seem like, I don't know, like this untouchable, 
type of you know person or whatever like how people not how they made me seem but just like how some people may have seen me based on my old music like oh this guy is kind of like distant and and, you know he don't really care about a lot of shit and i don't but it's just I, i there are things that i do really care about a lot and i feel like that is something that i never really spoke on until this album very clearly um, so yeah, that's just, that's one of the things that I, I just wanted to get off was just like, okay, there's a lot of shit in this life that is worth it in every way. And, you know, not all of it is for you, mm-hmm. you know, not all of it is for, you know, you gotta know, you gotta choose your battles, things like that. Like there was so many things that I was figuring out in the course of making this album that I wanted to try to put into it in some way that. I think that's how, you know, it ultimately came about. What were some of these things that you do care about that you you mentioned you shared on this record for the first time? Like, what, what is it, certain topics or experiences? Yeah, like just, you know, money, love, you know, money troubles and, you know, love, uh, how, how I kind of feel. Like, I've always kind of made songs about, Oh, I like my girl, da 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 da. But I've never like really made like I don't know, like super heavy kind of emotional songs or like love songs. Kind of like how Bora Bora felt. I feel like power struggles internally. Like, okay, is this some shit that I can do? Is this something that is meant for me? Um, there's like there's a whole bunch of things that I kind of wanted to get. And then obviously confidence level, like overcoming being not being not confident, but just overcoming being, you know, I would say just cynical, Hmm. like just overcoming that type of thing. Like life is not worth it. Like that, that whole vibe is just like, all right, bro, you got to get off that if you actually want to make something and, you know, productive and inspire people and shit like that so and that's ultimately what I've always wanted to do I just feel like uh, there's just been times where that hasn't been I guess the easiest thing in terms of like getting myself to write about it and so I feel like that's definitely one of the things but yeah even just just my love life in general just being more uh open about that like on tourniquet like I, I've, I've never been as abrasive about shit like that mm-hmm. i've never really you know been abrasive on tracks like or well, maybe i have a while ago but like lately nah so it's just like really just exploring all these different caverns and caveats of myself and my personality as a human being it's like okay i i'm known as a monotone samurai but i also get angry and I also you know fall in love and I also deal with this and deal with that so it's just like really just putting you know that out there family stuff you know pops moms uh, homies you know I'm saying all that stuff yeah I definitely see that that kind of growth there and I mean even just like you were talking about not being like cynical. Like I find that's not just in like, in terms of making music, like that idea, that whole idea of like, especially if this was recorded, as you're saying during the COVID uh, situation, 
it was definitely a hard time for people to not be incredibly cynical about everything, which is like understandable. But at the end of the day, like you said, if you really want to kind of create something that can inspire people, can move people, a, a certain degree of faith or hope is often required, I, I would think. Like just because, and it's not easy to get there when all the facts on the ground are kind of telling you this shit's hopeless. That's not, that's, it's a hard way to live if you're really going to like embody that. It's hard to get up every day when you have that kind of mindset, even if it's like really hard to overcome, you got to do it. I agree. Yeah, 100%. I definitely agree. It's just hard to, it can be very hard to get yourself out of those, those holes and things like that. And so it's definitely something that I just wanted to, you know, shed light on. Like there's a lot of shit out here that's, that's good um and that is that is worth it just to kind of counterweight you know a lot of the heavier material in my discography you know just make something that felt a bit more like a light at the end of the tunnel type of vibe Mm -hmm. and just generally i just love how cohesive this record is uh from a lyrical point of view but also musically like the transitions between songs the progressions um like i think you mentioned yeah, you mentioned Bora Bora just a second ago. Like, if that's not the, if I'm not mistaken, that's the track where it's like in the verses, there's like these additional kind of instruments or samples or whatever it is that come in. Like, it's just really refined levels of progressions in these beats, complementary production. It's really immersive. It definitely fits that kind of underwater fish motif that the record has quite a bit. It's like a, I feel like this is a nice, fresh take on psychedelia and rap in a in a really cool way so like describe the sound you were trying to ultimately cultivate on this record yeah i can definitely uh and thank you yeah definitely was trying to you know expand on the sound that i already have the kind of murky sound but also make it more lively Mm -hmm. like more up tempo i wanted to keep the same sound but make it more like danceable or make it just more like i can bump this shit in my car type of vibe but it's still like in the same realm of like okay it's dark it's misty it's you know it's still chester but it's like chester if he was i don't know like chester so if we're talking in terms of walking versus running it's like chester briskly walking versus where my older music is like me just chilling window shopping at the mall walk that type Mm. of thing you know what i'm saying so it's like i feel like there's just a pace difference that i wanted to expand on and just experiment with as well uh for sure with with a lot of the songs um and then just instruments wanted to see you know how much I could pack into some songs, you know, the layering. I definitely, you know, worked a lot on with the songs in this. And I feel like the instruments that I used, I used a lot of the same equipment throughout the entire project. Um, I didn't really, let me look. I didn't really use anything. Yeah. Pretty much every song has some piece of equipment within this, like within my setup. So I feel like, in that sense, they all are tied together by they were kind of all made in the same place with the same stuff 
So just finding different ways to use what I already had and, you know, not necessarily seek out, oh, I need the latest synthesizer. I need the latest this, the latest that, but just really utilizing the stuff that I had and the stuff that, you know, just using it in different ways, trying to stretch it, trying to experiment with it, just because I, I felt like there was so much potential with the things that I had that I wasn't, you know, giving them the energy to fulfill. I ain't seen the past, cause I knew you were flat. When I move, it's a movie, left hand on the wheel, right hand on that coochie. Exotic fragrance escaping my doobie. Hit the location, went straight to the moon. Life in the sun, and it's been going smoothly. Grab it and smoothly. Shorty start laughing, I'm grabbing that booty. Cats got me groovy, wait, it's too soon. This what I do, just tapping in this young watch from the new. I just want Virgil to ride on my shoes. Lessons to learn, I don't like when I lose. Blessings to earn, question the recipe, guess it's my turn. Lessons to learn, I don't like when I lose. Lessons to learn, I don't like when I I love that uh, that observation about like the pace because that's something I also experience. I was gonna talk, wanted to talk about related to your general kind of deliveries and flows as a rapper because there's a certain kind of dexterity you already possessed as a rapper, but some of these flows are like particularly more bouncy, more catchy. I think you said like danceable earlier on this record, and it's. It's just really you. It's really different for you. I'm trying to think of the specific titles, and those are escaping me. But there's a there's at least a handful of tracks here where like you're using a certain flow that's like I would maybe even hear that's kind of like reminiscent of something on a more like commercially focused record. Even though what you're rapping about, everything else is still very Chester Watson at the end of the day. But what it does suggest to me is that you're hitting like a new level of kind of confidence on the mic you sound really sure of yourself even more so than on your previous records. Uh, so like, how do you, how do you feel you've, how do you feel the growth you've experienced in your artistry manifested itself on this uh, latest album? I would say like, like you said, just growing and listening to different stuff, like even the more commercial stuff or working with Kent in a lot of senses, like, his music is a lot different than mine. So like the lessons that I learned making beats for him and, you know, working with him, writing to songs around him. I, I took that, you know, I took those lessons with me, like up tempo. It, mm -hmm. it gets the crowd, even just turning it up just a bit. It, it brings a whole different vibe to how you have to approach a song. So right. I feel, I definitely think I brought that, you know, just sampling different sampling techniques. There's a whole bunch of like things that, you know, I, I guess I kind of kept in mind throughout the creative process. Um, but ultimately, yeah, just wanted to show that there was growth in general, like, that this wasn't that not only not only growth in the music but growth as a person i think i wanted to show you know that i was maturing like like you said that i was becoming more confident in just everything as a man in the world as you know a black man in america i was becoming more confident in my skin with those things and with the battles that came with those things um, just existing 
a lot of that stuff, you know, I wanted to to tackle and I just wanted to shed light on to people. Obviously, everybody knows, you know, kind of the gravity of the situation and how it's changed and how it's still changing and how a lot of rights are being, you know, taken away um, in real time, which is it's kind of crazy, but mm-hmm. um, kind of just wanted to, you know, like wake people up to their emotions again. I feel like we can be very desensitized um, to what's going on around us. And I feel like, you know, like that, that was me growing as a person, like, okay, my platform and what I say matters to a lot of people. So, um, let me try to, I don't know. Let me just try to, to make, I don't even know. Just let me try not even to make being a good person. Cool. But like, let me try to like, because apathy, I feel for a while, and even now, just being like, oh, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I don't care. That scene is that scene is cool. Yeah. And so it's just like, let me let me try and you know acknowledge that that is a that is an aspect of life. Yeah, you're gonna be apathetic about some shit. You're gonna care and not care about certain things. But at the end of the day, you really do have to like put your effort into something, and you know really really show up for people around you and stuff like that. Just be a good person. Um, I feel like that's something that I wanted to, you know, show in the material and, you know, growing as a producer, just showing that effort is always needed. No matter what level you're at, you're going to need to try, whether that's making beats or trying to approach the cover differently, like the following. It took us forever to get that shot. But yeah, so got- <laughs> you got some great artwork overall uh, in the press release uh, for this. I was I was impressed. Thank really, you. Really helped the whole package. Thank you. So, but just things like that, just really taking your time and putting your effort into it. I think, you know, definitely something that I wanted to show. Well, I think you definitely did, and just want to know want to know now, like uh, for any fans listening to this, is there what kind of like merch or upcoming work, whether it's just this record, you want to push that or anything else people should be on the lookout for from you in the future? I would just say this is coming out probably just more videos. Just be on the lookout for more music videos, working on music now, really just kind of building a repertoire of, of, uh, of sounds and working on this album. Can't say too much about it because it's still in very early stages, but it's going to be kind of like a mixture of what fish and a Japanese horror film. So definitely more conceptual, but still like, I don't know. I'm, I'm coming at it. Like, like it's just another, another evolution of just growing and figuring out how to like sequence an album and blend songs and make it feel like an experience that's something that I'm learning more and more every time I, I release something. So uh, that's kind of what I'm go- I want to go in from the beginning, you know, with the intention of like, okay, I'm documenting everything for one. Like I want to record absolutely everything. Cause that's not something that I've always had the chance to do with when making albums, I've never actually had the chance to do it. So just like day in the life stuff, you'll see me more active just on like, probably not, you know, Twitter or anything like that, but just more active, like showing more about how I live and more about how like 
uh, me and the homies, because we're all we're all kind of like ducked off. So, you know, there's people know that we do cool shit, but they don't know what we do. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're just trying to record more and just, you know, really capture the good times. Because like I said, you know, life is short. Wake up call. Um, a lot of things uh, crazy are happening. So, um, yeah, really just, you know, making stuff. We're going to try to put out a uh, 10 Wookiee vinyl. That one hasn't had a U.S. release ever. So it's coming up on 10 years as well next year. So really just, you know, trying to fulfill, you know, check all the boxes and going to start making more clothes. I want to start dropping one of one pieces, but I don't know when I'm going to do that. Uh, but I do make those and stuff, so I might eventually drop some. But yeah, bro, just grinding, really just trying to build that album and uh, working on Kent, something with Kent. Nice. Uh, we're working on a collab, collab project. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. You guys make some great music together. It's just <laughs> Thank you. Raps or just uh, you producing for him, and like it's it's always a good time. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that's that's really it, bro. Just uh, just expanding and and growing forever. Yeah. Oh, I I gotta say I'm very very appreciative of you coming on the show. I love the way you approach your craft and just yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. It's been it's been an honor. Very very good talk. <laughs> it's definitely a honor to be on this and uh, appreciate you having me having me here. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I'll leave it there. Hope you have a good rest of the day. You too. Peace. I look in the mirror, cover my eyes, my third eye vision clearer. I see through this shit. Hard to forgive when they bleed you for kicks. All of my ancestors leaping again. I ain't want love, I just needed revenge. And wanting enough to clip eat an extension. Heavens above, but my demons within. Damn, what's it all mean in the end? Worked on the skills, I'm not being pretentious. Never pretending. Going through struggles, but I cannot end it. My heart and spirit got tug of war tension. Fill up my mental with instruments. Walk in the building like. So there we have it. Another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. 
You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.